Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast, the podcast that is to gaming what Top Gear is to gardening, something like that. Chris Tilley's here. Hello. He's wearing a tie. I got all smart. Why? I went and did an interview today with Keith Sutherland. I've heard of him. Mm, he's in London filming 24, uh, 12 episodes, yeah, <laughs> series uh, of 24. Yeah. Which isn't in real time, I found out today. Okay. So he's going to be able to like get on a plane in one episode and then at the start of the next episode be in another city and it's, don't have to explain it. Oh, that's good. So they'll be able to sleep and things like that. And go, yeah. Go to the toilet, brush go his to teeth. And, and eat food. And yeah. Have a hot dog. So um, yeah, we were chatting about his new film Pompeii 24 we spoke about and the fact that he's uh, in the new Metal Gear Solid game. Mm. Voicing Big Boss. Talking to Metal Gear Solid, somebody that's a big fan of Metal Gear Solid is sat next to me. Hello. No, joking. It's Alex Simmons, look! Look at Alex Simmons! Hello. Hello. How are you? Are you excited about Metal Gear Solid and whatever this is uh, happening thing? Yeah, of course. Cause. Ground Zeroes. Is this what it is? Is what this it? what he's doing the voice for? Yes, Ground Zeroes and also further down the line, The Phantom Pain. The Phantom Pain is a terrible name for a game, isn't it? Isn't that a bit like Phantom Menace and Pain and Gain all rolled into one? Like Phantom, Phantom so. Limb, isn't it? Is that what you'd be at? Yes. <laughs> Phantom Limbs are weird, Luke Kamali. They are. Hello, hello. Well, hello. Yes. Speaking of Phantom Limbs. Speaking Phantom of Phantom Limbs. <laughs> you're like the or, third or, Lego or, never yeah, had. I am. Useless appendages. It's Luke Kamali. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hello. Anytime. What yeah. have you been up to then? Have you, have you seen anybody famous this week? I've seen a couple of games, which have been all right. I saw uh, Bound by Flame, which is an action RPG, which is okay. Looks quite good. Not quite Witcher level but quite enjoyable. Um, but the really exciting thing I saw was Shadows of Mordor, Middle-earth Shadows of Mordor, which is um, a new Lord of the Rings hobbity game. And um, it takes place in between the two games, and it's like... Two games? Two films. Two films, yes. rather. And it's, <laughs> um, it's um, a bit... It's two towers. And it's kind of um, like Assassin's Creed meets Arkham. It looks very good. Is it nine hours long and really should only be three hours long? It's, ca- it's, ca- yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of there. like... Um, <laughs> It's open world, so as long as you need it to be. Open world. It's not an MMO, is it's it? It's not one of those. Because I know you're a fan of MMOs. There's Memorpagas. No, it is not. Uh, no. What so, is it then? Uh, I'd say probably an action RPG again. It's like an action adventure. I'd say action, action adventure more than anything. Do but you, you struggle with your genres? Uh, <laughs> no, it's just the way he's sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. What? Very enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Watch it. We've got previews on our gem. So Shadows of Mordor and Bound by Flame, were these become, coming out for the new consoles? Uh, yes. So Shadows of Mordor will be out on PC, Xbox One and PS4, as well as PS3 and Xbox 360. But it yes. sounds like they're going to be slightly... Don't turn your nose up. They I, served us very well for They did for a very long time and they deserve a rest. My PS3 frankly. continues to serve me admirably, thank mm. you. Well, there you go. Not You've so much my Xbox. Something. Not so much my Xbox, bless oh, it. Wow. Yeah, it's just sat... I don't even think it's plugged in anymore. Oh. So there's nothing wrong with it. You nothing wrong with it. No, okay, I've well, right. gotten out to play on it anymore. Meh. What can you do? Hey, hey. And Bad by Flame is... Um, Bad by Flame. Bad by Flame. <laughs> Bad by Flame. <laughs> is current gen and PC and also PS4, but not Xbox One right now. I got a bit excited when you said Bound by Flame because there's a, an early 1970s film called Slade in Flame, which is all about the rock band Slade and it's their fictional journey to stardom. And I was wow. hoping maybe it was some sort of really belated sequel no, Sadly we were not. all hoping for that. <laughs> we were, yes. It, well, actually, Slade in Flame is really good. It is a great little movie, it's isn't it? It's surprisingly dark and unpleasant and gritty, considering it's Slade, who are, you know, Big glam, glam rock stars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Fun guys. Uh, uh, suit. I'll tell you what, here's a, here's a video podcast bonus special, a brief clip of Slade in Flame. 
They're not going to get that if they're only listening to audio. <laughs> Brilliant. There we go. I won't forget. <laughs> I won't forget. You wouldn't do this if it wasn't something you really liked, isn't it? You're like, oh, I'll, do, I'll spend that extra 10 minutes extra on this one. one. It's going to be worth it. We did, a, did you see the video extra we put in last week, though? No. no. We stuck a little bit in. We, we put in the quadruple oh, yes. take from, uh, what's his name? The fella. The fella. You know, the uh, actor fella. Uh, Jackie Stewart. That's... Jackie Chan. Jackie Stewart. Jackie Chan, yes. what, what did I miss? No, I don't know. It wasn't Jackie Chan. It was, um, what's he called? He's Patrick in Jackie Brown. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yes. Yeah. The YouTube one where he it's him teaching you how to do it. That's right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we stuck that in. Yeah. A little extra for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Because we were, we were saying that if we, if we get to talk to Martin Freeman, we should get him to do a fiver. Yeah. Because he's, he's kind of Do you think he of, could do five? I think he can do as many as he wants. Really? He's very good. He does lots in Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. five... No one's ever gone that far before. <laughs> What's your... I mean, my favourite exasperated single look, though, is Oliver Hardy. Mm. What? Because some, some of those he did brilliantly to camera. You look back at some of the old Laurel and Hardy movies. Have you ever watched a Laurel and Hardy film? <laughs> yeah, actually. What are you I did, about? I did actually. You fart. What the fuck, man? <laughs> no. Laurel, what is wrong with Laurel and Hardy? No, 1970s I did. Slade Blumen film. <laughs> yeah. And Laurel and Hardy. From what? 1935. Stop it. Yeah, no, I didn't watch it one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's bring things slightly more up to date then uh, with the news. And uh, the first bit of news this week is that Nintendo has no plans, they say, to put Mario on a smartphone. They've emphasised their continuing commitment to games consoles, despite that big news on Friday of all the losses. Is your tea rather hot? <laughs> it is, sorry, yeah. Because, you know, now we've got a camera, you can't hide this kind of thing. I know, it's fine, I'm just pretending it's not there. Um, for those if of you listening to the podcast, Luke just burnt his hand on a cup of tea. If Mario was going to be on a smartphone, it'd be a Mia Motorola. In a press conference on Friday, Satoru Iwata explained that any move to release key franchises such oh, as Mario, Zelda or Pokemon smartphones fruit. would likely have a negative effect on 3DS sales. What is Yoshi's favourite fruit? What's Yoshi's favourite fruit? It's a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we come out every couple of years, Alex gets to tell them on the podcast. <laughs> but this is perfect for it. I've been waiting for all this time. What's Iwata's favourite fruit? <laughs> Fuck. So they're still refusing to release titles on smartphones and stuff like that. But um, obviously the Pokemon company, which I didn't know is actually a separate company to Nintendo. Yeah, it's like a subsidiary or something. Right, but they have experimented with releasing products on different platforms. There was a Pokedex app last year. only came out in Japan. Mm. I didn't know you could, uh, you could um, only release apps in certain parts of the world. What happens, what, what happens if you download it in Japan and you bring your phone over to England? Will it explode? Doubt it. Oh. It'd be in Jap Japanese, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that's all right if you're holidaying over here, isn't it? If you if you need your fix of Pokédex wherever yes. you go and you're yes. on an extended break, yes, I don't know what would happen. Maybe data roaming listeners that have I, done that. That's a good point. And how do you get a Pikachu on a bus? Pokemon. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than this, folks. <laughs> it's all downhill. This is the kind of quality oh. you've been used to expecting Forced from us here. To. Yes. <laughs> Superman versus Batman. News about this, I believe. Yeah. It's, got, it's pushed, pushed back 10 months. Oh. 10 whole months? 10 months, which is a long time. That is. I mean, I believe this rumour first started circulating with, with uh, word that Ben Affleck had been injured on set. Is this true? Hurt his leg. Apparently not. They've said it's not. They've said, the quote is, the filmmakers need extra time to realise fully their vision given the complex visual nature of the story. To get a new director in, to make Ooh, it good. Oh, harsh. Well, it's going to be the opposite, isn't it? It's going to be how to cram even more CGI in. Mm. I think they're, going to, they're probably going to try and get rid of the actors this time and just have everything computer generated. It's the dream. Yeah. We don't know anything about it as to where it's set. <coughs> Presumably, 
I don't know, Gotham or Metropolis? Yeah, I believe it's... Switching set- between the two or... God, well, there was that American football match, wasn't there? And I think that was taking place in Gotham that they filmed that recently. Right. Right. So there's going to be some scene at, at, at an American football game. Okay. Right. Hang on, because I was going to say, kind of, that rings a bell. <laughs> in, that, in that last film, didn't they, didn't they blow up the football stadium in Gotham? Oh. Uh, what a lovely, lovely voice. That's right, yes. Mm. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. In the trailer. They must have rebuilt it. Well, it wasn't or, the film. It's, got, it's not in that universe. It's it was, of, that's right. Yeah. 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 Well, imagine imagine that. Trailer. Massive CGI effect. Only did it for the trailer. <laughs> it might out be in Metropolis, film. actually. It might be right. Metropolis. Um, one thing I was wondering, though, is are they taking this time out to retool the script to make it a Justice League movie? Ooh. Is that an announcement they might make down the line? Surely, that's based on nothing. That's, surely right. that's a separate movie. Well, well, they, well, they've announced Wonder Woman already being in this one, so it's just a yeah. couple more they need. Hit it here first. And it, it would make sense, wouldn't it, to, to they need a few more months to kind of retool mm. it all. I don't know. It's. I just think maybe the script is absolute crap. Mm. And they've got to go and make it work a bit better. Because what's his name's in charge, isn't he? Yeah. Snyder. Awful fella. Yeah, Yawny Zach. It's not. It's not the first time they've um a, a big budget film's been pushed back though. No, a few months or a year even. To what was the last big one that, that got pushed I don't know. back? What, what was? I don't know because I'm just trying to I'm trying to correlate <laughs> yeah, if the yeah. last one that got pushed back if it ended up being any good or not. Yeah, and if it still ended up being a massive pile of crap after being delayed by ten months or a year. Shall I Google it while we move on? They to the split next story? the Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, go didn't ahead. They? Go they ahead. The they did split Hunger Games. Why was that though? Um, because they wanted more money. Cash cow. Money hats. Yep. Suckle at the delicious teeth. Speaking of money hats. Candy Hello. Crush, they're doing well, aren't they? They are. So they're called King, isn't it? They've gone, yeah, yeah. King. Do you remember them in the 80s? King, love and pride. <laughs> Another one for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So King have gone absolutely batshit, basically. Um, so they have managed to trademark the word candy. How can you do that? In Europe. I don't know. Specifically around games as well. Well, so this was the thing. Everyone said to me, oh, specifically around games. But then I looked it up and... It's like paper hats as well, and stuff like that, and merchandise. So like, so video games and paper. No, hats. No, no, no. But think right, about okay. like, no, but like lots of kind of it's non. Is that like pay per view every time you wear when you've got to pay somebody Maybe for it? it is, yeah. Hmm. Non gaming stuff as well is basically what they've also done. So it's not just relating to gaming stuff. Or maybe it's like free to wear hats, and you, there's microtransactions. So if you want to spruce it up, add yeah. little jewels. Or if you want to, if those. you want to doff it to a lady, you yes. actually have to pay a couple of pounds. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> So Sorry, that's happened Luke, anyway, yeah, and yeah. basically um, the latest the latest entry in this saga is that they've also tried to... So he has to pay for using that I word. I do have to pay for using crush that word. Crush the, the opposition. Crush the opposition. So the Banner Saga, the Banner Saga, which was that Nordic game that came yep. out recently, mm-hmm. yep. uh, they have blocked any sequel that could come out of that by because they basically put in a notice of opposition against the Banner Saga's use of the word saga. That is crazy. Yeah. They and should call it... Banner-narama. So the thing, the thing is... Another 80s reference. King have, of them. King have basically said, oh, we're not doing this for, like, to try and stop them or make them change the name. It's fine. We're just basically showing that we're serious. We're showing our intent to all those clones out there don't try it as well. But having said that, they haven't retracted the notice of opposition. And they are going out after a company which they've openly just said, no, 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 it's fine. So it's I like Banner Saga has got absolutely nothing to do with Candy Crush whatsoever. It's, it's a, not a rip-off. Claim. Nope, it's, it's a PC game. It's stupid. like, you know, tactical RPG type thing. Whereas Candy Crush is, you know, casual puzzle. Does anybody still play that? What, Candy Crush? Yeah. I got stuck on level 130. You really are an old woman. I got stuck about then. Yeah. yeah, there's one I just can't do. It gets, it gets silly. Yeah. And I refuse to pay money on it because... Stop playing it. Well, exactly. Well, he has. What I've yeah. done, Alex. You yeah. stop playing it. I have. Good. I'm playing Farm Saga So my question, saga is anybody now. still playing it? 
Chris? No, I stopped. You deleted it, didn't you? You had to. I had to delete it, yeah. Were you getting a bit addicted? Yeah. Really? I was wasting my time. Mm. Wow. How do you waste I've your time now? Reading. Mm. That is a waste. It's reading. Yeah. Yeah, I read down the tube. Our old office manager, who's left, Becky Bates, shout out, she used to put her time forward on her phone mm. to get extra lives. So at one stage it was something like 2018 on her phone because, wow. you know, got to do what you got to do. That's a clever little hack. I didn't realise you could do that. Yeah, yeah, but if you put it back, it then resets the time to like 999 hours before right. you get a single life. Wow. So yeah. Okay. Good. So stupid, stupid people. That's what I'm, that's, that's my Good. opinion, Alex. Stupid people, is King. That, is that a link to the next story? I don't know, is it? Oh, this is Tarantino. Mm, but before that, I, have, I did some research. Well done. Good. And I thought of, Seamless. I, I found two examples of films that were delayed by around a year. Yes. Uh, and they kind of conflicting, what they say. One of them's G.I. Joe 2. Right. Did it actually come out? Yeah, it wasn't that, wasn't exactly, that shit? Exactly, and oh. it, it, was, it was terrible. Yeah. I tried to watch it on a plane, and it was worse than the first one. Really? I don't know what these people were thinking, were saying that it was better. It was worse. Uh, the other one was World War Z. No. Which was good. Well, uh, so was it, though? It was, I didn't so, like World War Z. I, I literally finished watching it uh, this morning, in fact, because um, I've been watching it on the train. And it is all over the place, that yeah. movie. It's just oh, mental. And, and then it finishes and you just go, well, that was two hours, I'll never get back. <laughs> the only thing I liked about it was the kind of, the uh, thingy, the, the ferocity of the, uh, ferocity, is that a word? Mm. Yeah. Of the zombies. Ferocity. Ferocity. Ferocity, yes, thank you. Like, you know, when they properly leathered along and then ran into people, yeah. it was like, that was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. That, I thought it was a big part of it. But one was a failure and one was a success. Yeah. So which one's which? Uh, World War Z was a success. Was it? Yeah, yeah. we class it was a surprise success. I meant to ask you, talking of films, did uh, did that Steve Jobs biopic ever get released over here? No, but I watched it on the plane at the weekend. What did you think? It felt like a TV movie. Yeah, yeah. I think Ashton Kutcher is actually quite good in it. He's all right. Yeah, he's but all right. But the actual film itself is really badly directed. Mm. And I found it hard to separate Ashton Kutcher, even though he was fine. I was still felt like I was seeing yeah. Ashton Kutcher, yeah. which mm. was weird. It's Any not... minute he's going to go like, "Dude, where's my car?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Something like> <laughs> but you've been punked. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought he. Uh, what I thought was was really clever was that he got the the shambling gait yeah, of did, Steve Jobs he? absolutely spot on. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and it kind of ended in a weird place. Yeah, things were just going to get exciting. Yeah, I guess the drama was ending, apart from obviously him dying. Yeah, but which the, is um, pretty dramatic. But all the fun stuff was about to get invented, and they stopped it before that. Yeah. I like, oh. But I see. I felt that about World War Z. You got all the way up to the end, and then it was just like, now what happens? Well, it's planned to be a trilogy, oh. isn't it? What World War Z? Yeah. Z. Sorry, we got to call it Z over here. Or surely not. I do my story. Yeah, yeah, because while we're talking about movies that have been out, here's a story about a movie that was going to come out and now will never ever see the light of day. Yeah, this is quite depressing, this one. Uh, Tarantino announced a couple of weeks ago that his next film would be a western called The Hateful Eight. And then um, this week, uh, the script apparently leaked online. I mean, I didn't see it, but apparently it's gone around the internet. A lot of people have been reading it and reviewing it. And he spoke to Deadline and said, I'm very depressed. I finished the script, a first draft, and I didn't mean to shoot it until next year, a year from now. I gave it to six people, and apparently it's gotten out today. And he even went on to name four of the six people. Um, his producer, Reggie Hudlin, and actors Bruce Dern, Michael Madsen, and Tim Roth. Basically called them out, and he said, I know it wasn't Tim Roth. And Reggie Hudlin uh, showed it to his agent, but no one else. Right. But you said there were six copies, and he's named mm. four people. He's basically saying wow. it's, it's Bruce Dern or Michael Madsen. I think that's what he's gone and done. Jesus. Wow. God. 
But he said, yeah, I'm going to publish it and that's it for now. I give it out to six people. If I can't trust them to that degree, then I have no desire to make it. I'll publish it. I'm done. I'll move on to the next thing. I've got 10 more where that came from. Although then he says, I could totally change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I own the effing thing, but I can tell you it's not going to be the next thing I do. Right. So, yeah, that's a bit depressing, really. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me if Michael Madsen had done something like that. Because he's a... He's, a, nutter, he's a loose cannon. But at the yeah. same time, like him and Tarantino have got a long history. You'd hope that there was a level of trust between those two, right? He's probably just showed it to someone he shouldn't have shown it to, and it just went from there, I guess. Uh, we know how that can escalate, eh? Yeah, you? right. <laughs> Nick, Nick DeSemelin, uh, who works for Empire, a friend of mine, he made a good suggestion that his next film should be just him in a room with those actors and just let it play out in real <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. what happens. <laughs> it sounds like a Tarantino movie. Doesn't it? I'm here for that. <laughs> I'll have some of that. Uh, and the final bit of the news for this week is about... Oh, God, it's Star Wars. Yeah, but it's not Star Wars the movies. It's Star Wars the game. 1313, which was a game based around a bounty hunter. A what uh, now? A bounty hunter. A bounty hunter? Yep. Uh, well, the trademark has been abandoned by Disney. Obviously, it used to belong to LucasArts. Then the whole buyout happened. And apparently on the 23rd of December last year... The trademark expired and it has not been renewed. So it's floating around in space. We could go and trademark that, could we? I don't really know how it works. You'd probably have to buy it, I would have thought. Somebody's probably already bought it, haven't they? Yeah. I bet they bought but it like three minutes after it expired. I thought it was a pretty rubbish name anyway. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing to say that, that game won't be released, but just mm. not under that name. 1313, what does it mean? What did it what did it stand for? It stood for um, the level in Coruscant, where um, there's a level 1313, uh, 13, and that's basically where most of the game takes place, although you do go to level 1314 oh. on stage. Oh. It's a fact. Um, it's Boba Fett or Boba Fett? The eternal question. I say Boba. I say Boba. I, say I got Boba. total bloody bear park because I'm going to go at me for saying Boba the other day. Was he? Mm. Slap Came to Bob off. Yeah. But then again, I used to say, uh, used to call him uh, Smog, not Smaug. Oh yeah, same, same. So it's well. There's meant to be that Boba Fett spin-off, right? So maybe they're going to release it with that. Boba Fett. Well, do you remember we asked uh, who was any of you guys with me when I asked Rick what's he called from Star Wars about thirteen thirteen? Rick Waller. <laughs> who's, Rick, who's Rick? What's he called? Um, oh, Imagine the, if it was Rick Waller. Amazing. <laughs> yes, Rick McCallum, the, the producer. Yeah, and he pretends right. to get really annoyed on camera. Oh, that's right. And yeah. then he comes laughing about it off camera. But it was when they, the thirteen thirteen thing was just starting up, so that was because they trademarked it, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. And two years. No one ago. really knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. And we asked him. Yeah, we asked if it was a thing, and he just like no comment and pretended to storm off. Yeah. That's right. And he could have told us. Was that, that the comic? That was Com- a Kapow. Kapow. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was one of the first things I yeah did. I remember that. There you go. No Good. Star Wars thirteen thirteen ever. Please let us know what you think of this news or any of the news we've gone with today or any news that you think we should be covering. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Carrie Fisher answered a question about Star Wars the first time any of them, of those old cast, have said anything. Yeah. She confirmed that they're all in it. But it's like. Yeah, but Mark Hamill has come out and said, well, it's not confirmed yet. She said they are and that they're working in March and April. And she said she wants to have the hairstyle back, the cinnamon bun hairstyle. Not the bikini, not the metal bikini, but... I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the buns are back. So they're shooting March and April, you say? That's what she told TV Guide, apparently. I just, it was just something I just saw before I right. came through right. here. So the script's all locked, then? Uh, yes, I believe that I news was announced this week. J.J. Abrams said, said this week. that the script is finished. Yeah. Right, OK. Wow. They're, not, they're moving along at a fair old 
rapid pace then. Have they announced a, a release, release date, date for it? Yeah. When is it? It's May, I think it's May... May the 4th? 2015, yeah. Oh, oh it's next year. I don't know if it's the 4th, but it, it quite possibly is. There or thereabouts. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised that's another reason why Batman versus Superman is buggered off to the next year, because 2015 is so overcrowded at present, it's... Yeah. I, like, yeah. I like your notes, by the way. Just cinnamon buns back. <laughs> oh, you've got to make notes so you forget this stuff and just bring it up yeah, in the podcast. Very good. Yeah. It reminds me, I must get some stamps. Right. Could you write that down? I forgot to bring a pen. Shall I do some feedback? Let's get on with it. I have the first piece, and it's from Dom, um, who was ple- apparently you guys were talking about IMDb. Don't remember that. Mm. <laughs> I don't remember that either, but go on. Um, oh no, maybe just talk about Star Wars. He was surfing IMDb. He says he works from home and spends all his time surfing Wanking. the internet. Um, but he said, during the extremely productive last five minutes, I've worked out that an anagram of Shia LaBeouf is hail of abuse. I like that. Yeah, that's very good. Yep, good. That's very good. Which pretty much describes what happens to him whenever he leaves the house. <laughs> Dom says, and he says, keep up the good work. Well, thank you for the anagram. That's, yeah, very good. I like that. Keep the anagrams coming. Yeah, we like what anagrams. What was it again? Uh, hail of abuse. Yeah, I like that. So... I've got an email from Dom about Shia LaBeouf, but it's a different Dom. Dom, what? Dom, Dom! Oh, wouldn't that be weird? This is feedback yeah. from Dom. It's not. Okay. Oh. So this is Dominic, long-time listener from Germany, uh, and he's striking a blow for Shia LaBeouf. Uh, just like you, I'll miss his appearances like a kidney stone, but you might want to reconsider your sentence about his role in New York, I Love You. He played, well, he acted so well, he didn't even recognise him. So next to that, he was the same, no, 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 screaming dumbass in Transformers, Disturbia, and basically every other movie he's appeared mm. in. But try to watch the movie and maybe check out Paris Jetem as well. Oh, yeah, they're kind of companion pieces, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. I didn't know he was on in uh, New York, I Love You. Well, I'll tell you, if I'm pretty sure he's one of the main guys in it. A Guide to rec- Recognising Your Saints? Yes. That is really good. Robert Downey Jr., yeah. First thing I saw, Channing Tatum in. It's really good. It was about, what, eight, eight years ago? Yeah. Nine years ago? Yeah. yeah. All right. He had, he had a career, he had the world at his feet, and he's just screwing it up. Mm. I mean, he's going to the bank with tens of millions of dollars, so maybe he's yeah. not screwed up that badly. Yeah, but, but, but all the same. I mean, you nobody know. Nobody actually likes him. He's I mean, burning how, a lot of bridges. This is the problem. Mm. How old is he? 25, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 25, 26. So. See, he's got a long, long time for regrets, hasn't he? Yeah. Unless he joins the 27 Club. Hey, how are you? you? Me, I'm 24. (coughs) Alright, you've got three years. There you go. 3DS Simon from Leeds says, Hi everyone. Hi Simon. I've been thinking about getting a 3DS for a while, but I'm not convinced about the game library. What? (coughs) I like Mario and the idea of Snake Eater on mobile, but what else would you lot recommend? I'm fairly open-minded to try any genre. Thanks for the help. God, there's hundreds of bloody games. Yeah. I mean, you know, last year, 2012, was an amazing... Tw- <laughs> last year, 2013, was an amazing year for the 3DS. Yeah. You just skipped a whole year. Well done. How was 2012? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, last year you had uh, Zelda. Yeah. Zelda, Link was... to the Past 2. Yeah. No, it was called... So no. That's what they... Was the working uh, title. Link Between Realms. Was, uh, Link nice. Between Worlds or something. Yeah, something that's like that. That's it, really, really good. Where that it, it becomes the flat... Fella, right. and he can go yeah, on the walls. That's right. Yes. And there was 3D Mario World, Mario World 3D Land, Mario Land. Yeah, the Mario, one which isn't yeah. on Wii U. Mario Lanza. Yeah. 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 And then Bravely Default was good. Animal mm-hmm. Crossing. Yep. Animal Crossing. Don't forget that. Luigi's Mansion. Yep. Monster Hunter 3. Or yeah. Dry. I think Evolve. 3 Ultimate, maybe, yep. or something. That was very good. Yep. Um, God, there were loads more. Loads of games. Lots of games. Pokemon. Yeah. 
And that was just last year. Yeah. yeah. You were all of the other years. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was very good. You got Nintendogs. Buy one. It's a brilliant console. Loads of fantastic games, and you'll be able to get many of the games are cheap too. Really cheap. If the answer. That's our advice. And if you don't like it, don't buy one. But he's already bought one if he, if he doesn't like it. Oh, okay. Return it. Yeah, send it back. Statutory right. There you go. Um, okay, so Edward Sweet now has two Sweet. bits of feedback for us. Um, so the first one is all about collector's editions. And so he basically wants to know what our favourite either DVD or gaming collector's editions are. So the two examples he gives for DVD, uh, the DVD Blu-ray of the Matrix trilogy, uh, you get a replica of the Nebuchadnezzar, which was the ship. It was only available in Japan, this. There's a picture of it here. I'll show it up. Hold it up to the camera for those who... There you go. Lovely. So... Look at that, it's mental. So you can see it, it's only available in Japan. And then the one he chose for the gaming one was that one that Saints Row 4 did that was in, cost a million pounds, oh, a million dollars. Right. There was and only got, one of them. You a car and all sorts of stuff, yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, Which was a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Did, actually, did that actually happen? Did someone buy that? Never heard any more about or it. Or so it just a cheap that, PR stuff? I was going to say, that's screen that, Luke? doesn't sound like a cheap PR stuff. For a couple of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. What game was it that that uh, oh, Prince Kamali Kilby got the? Uh, <laughs> small challenge, I, I actually put up the, half the prizes. Yeah, dump the car on your moat. Yeah. There you go. Kilby got that thing, didn't he? Which was a Ooh, yeah, he did. A, a hockey stick at one end and a massive vibe, a massive schlong on the other end. Was that for Saints? Well, the right? dildo it's, bat. It's yeah, from the game. Yeah, but a three foot purple dildo. That's right. But he took well, that home, didn't he? He did take that home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He did. Uh, never and seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> it's never seen the light of day since. Yeah, how did he get it? <laughs> Where did he smuggle it? Um, um, I'm trying to think. My favourite uh, DVD box is probably the, the Wicker Man one that came out a couple of years back, the Anchor Bay American one, which was in a, in a proper wooden box with the Wicker Man and uh, a picture of the Wicker Man burnt on oh, cool. on the front, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, and before that, years ago, when I used to collect laser discs. My God, they were the box sets you could get for laser discs were ridiculous because, of course, they were huge to start with. Mm. But you'd get all sorts of stuff. You'd get like thick art books. You'd get still frames from the films. You'd get an extra extra CDs and all sorts and prints. And some of them were really, really lovely. I really can't stand collector editions. It's just extra tap that I don't need. Yeah, some of them are. Some of them aren't. Like the Lawrence mm. of Arabia Blu-ray collector's edition is beautiful and but I, I never look I've never looked at bonus bonus discs or bonus featurettes ever <laughs> he ever. didn't say bonus <laughs> he didn't say bonus just sound no. maybe he did God. say bonus uh, a while, like a long long time ago when I think it must be the first three alien films came out yeah. on VHS this was before DVD wow. they did uh, a face hugger kind of like carry box which I bought for my brother and that was pretty cool but again all the stuff you get with it was like just want to watch the films yeah just want to watch the films about you, Chris? I quite like an alien one I've got that's the Alien Over the Egg. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Blu ray box set from about three years ago. I think I've seen that one. It? It's just a nice ornamental thing, really, in my flat. Really? Yeah, I think it's a cool cool piece of kit. Mm. Little statue, little mm. alien statue. All that stuff that I perhaps once had is all in yeah. boxes in the loft. And I've got a Phantasm one, actually, where they're all inside the Phantasm egg ball. Uh, yeah, is what ball? is it? It's a, it's a orb. That's the word. Yeah, metallic orb. I quite like that because people are like, what's that? And I was like, oh, you've not seen Phantasm. Mm. And then I don't put it on because it's too weird. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Phantasm, it's brilliant it's a though. Conversation piece. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's like your fan um, of naked pictures of yourself that you keep on your coffee table. Indeed. What? <laughs> and then the second piece he has in, he's got a, he wants to get a PS3 now, all the great games are out, and it's the end of the life cycle. Um, 
what games should he get for a great price? He's not allowed games that are rated 18, which oh, is why he's oh, asking us oh. as opposed to reading, to reading features on the site. So, mm. Nino Cooney, I often make a case for that. struggling for games that aren't rated 18. Yeah. It's The Last of Us 18. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, I can't really remember. There was definitely, going back to World War Z, there were a lot of very, very similar elements in that. I think. Yeah. Mm. The bit where they're going through the, ho- through the hospital. Felt very uh, kind of Last of Us or the other way around. Uncharted? That's yeah, they're probably not 18. Don't yeah. think they're 18. No. Nino Kuni, Uncharted. Yeah. Um, Things like Flower, Journey. Yeah, Journey is Journey's Journey's very good. Really yeah. good, yeah. yeah. A lot of those kind of weird little indie games are always worth a punch, like, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. Shadow of the Colossus came out, didn't it? And mm. um, Ico and things. I thought, I don't think they age particularly well. Really? They I haven't played them on, recently. Great on PS2, but by the time it came to PS3... I know the mechanics felt a little bit stale. Still great games, but I'd rather remember them for what they were rather than. What's God of War? That's uh, probably. Well, they did an HD collection. Yeah. And yeah. God of War 1 and 2 is still fantastic. And then obviously there's uh, God of War 3, which is good. But are they and 18? Ascension, which. Uh, yeah, of course they're 18. Are yes. they all 18? Yes, of course they will be. Yes. Tricky, isn't it? Mm. It's uh, weird. We'll throw this open. If you can think of any uh, PS3 games that aren't Certificate 18, but which are worth playing. Let us know, IGN underscore UK, feedback at IGN.com. FIFA? <clears throat> of course. But that's the other thing. He doesn't say whether he's got a 360 or anything like that. So we yeah. don't know if it's PS3 exclusives. Right. But anyway, lots of games worth playing. I have an email from Arthur in Australia. Hello. Good day, you're supposed to say. Amazing. That's, really? That's all they know. They're not patronising. Uh, he says, hi guys, love the show. It's very funny and keep the great interviews coming. Uh, your show and that of your Australian counterparts are the best podcasts on IGN. Have you considered ever doing an Ashes edition with a VOIP hookup? Could be gold, could be a disaster. Either way, I'm sure it would be entertaining. I'm banking on it being a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we do quite well with technology. We could do that. Yeah. Should do a hookup with the Aussies? Yeah. I like the Aussies. win a tiny little cup. What? Tiny yeah, the ashes. Like, yeah. Ah, well, okay. I we you said put me in a tiny little cup. <laughs> <laughs> I put you in a tiny <laughs> little cup. What have I done? Just so press. <laughs> are you um, all right with people mentioning the ashes at the moment, Chris? Or are you really... I'm really glad that I, I was torn last year between going to Thailand on holiday or going to Australia to watch the ashes live. And I made the right decision. You went to Thailand. <laughs> I went to Thailand yeah. and I hardly saw any of it, which is good because... Whatever. It's just depressing. It, yeah. I, I don't mind people mentioning it because I hardly saw it. So mm. it, it's, it's like it hasn't happened. I'm still, and because the last one was just in the summer. With, with just pretending all, that's, that's yeah, the one. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Uh, Arthur goes on. Um, as to my main question, I bought and played GTA 5, and while I completely agree with everyone's assessment of it as a brilliant game with incredible detail, I quickly realised that I wasn't really enjoying myself in the campaign. I loved driving around and exploring and doing stunts, but I didn't really enjoy being a douchebag criminal, and it quickly sucked the fun out for, for me. So do you think that Rockstar will ever do an action-oriented open-world game in a modern-day setting, away from the criminal setting of GTA? Will they ever take all their amazing skill and experience and make an open-world game in a modern, non-apocalyptic setting where you're not a bad guy? Make you a banker? That's kind of criminal uh, Yeah. Still, it's, it's kind of hard, though, right? Because... Why would they want to invade the same space that GTA fills so well? Um, I can't see them doing something else in a similar setting that's not GTA. It would be pointless. They've kind of got that cornered, haven't they, really? Yeah. Mm. See what he means, though. It is a bit sad that you have to play a criminal in this amazing world. Why? 
That's the whole point. Of the but you game, can kind of do what you want. Well, I mean, cra- I mean, crackdown. I suppose is the alternative, isn't it? Really, when you're you're like a law enforcement agent, aren't you? As opposed to like yeah. going around this open world, exploring yeah. it. Hmm. I mean, that's the difference. But having said that, you're still blowing people up and stuff. It's yeah, you know. I, I, I get what you're saying, but I mean, you know... The I suppose if you want a perfectly realised open-world experience where you're not a criminal, you just open your front door mm. and go outside, yeah. maybe. Well, it depends. You, you might be a criminal. Well, he's in Australia. Is that allowed? They're all, they're all criminals. Don't say it. Joe, what? He went there. He Joke. went there. Say Joke. It. They're our friends. Uh, they are like friends. That. I'm sorry, we're only mucking about. We're only mm. mucking. We do like Alex, I want you to read out this exactly as it's written, this piece of Xbox feedback. Xbox and Plastacion Gam patch sized. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, AZ, uh, also known as Anthony. AZ. Uh, says, hi guys, just wanted to say that I love the podcast. The hour drive home from my girlfriends at the weekend is a lot more entertaining. Listen to you lot rave on about games, movies, and all that stuff. Is it a lot more entertaining than the time you spend with your girlfriend? Is that what you're saying? Hmm. You... If you interpret it that way, you misinterpreted it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's talking about a 15 gig uh, update for Dead Rising 3. 15 gig? What? That's bigger than some games. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And what about you? You're you're nowhere near a... um, Not a server farm. (laughs) Not near a server farm, Alex. What are you going to do? Not download that patch, quite frankly. Unlucky. So, uh, and it... I, I don't know much about this. Luke, you are you are our news hound. I am. Uh, apparently it includes uh, most future DLC in that download. Yeah, so it, mm. it's it, Dead Rising 3, right? It's Capcom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So Capcom have been like, no, we're not doing on-disc DLC anymore. Remember they did that a while ago? Um, so now they've just skipped, but they seem to have gone back on that a lot by putting it all in one big download. So even if you don't want this DLC, it's going to be there. You may yeah. as well buy to unlo- pay but to unlock it. At the same time, <sighs> yeah, swings and roundabouts. Pain in the arse, but if you can have it downloading overnight or whatever, so it's just there, yeah. then if you want to buy the DLC, it's instantly accessible. This is true. Is a good thing, right? Yes. But. But. Mm. We've, something that we have talked about a lot, because there's so many mandatory installs now, yeah. that hard drive space is more precious than ever before. Yes. And it's using 15 gigs for something you may never even use. Ridiculous amount. Like, you should at least have the option, like, you know, either opt in for all the DLC or none of it kind of thing. But, yeah. like, if you, if you know you're not going to buy it, that's a lot of space. I d- like, even the, the kind of obligatory one gig, like, download when you get the console, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. 15 of those bad boys. Yeah. Especially with our shitty internet over here as well. Is yours shitty? Mine's not so bad. Mm, well, it's not great. Are you not on the fibre? I am. I'm allegedly on the fibre. I find it flows much better once you're on fibre, don't you, Alex? I don't have fibre. Do you not? No. You want to? I've got dial-up. <laughs> I do actually need the loo, though. Do you? Yeah. You're going to have to wait a couple of minutes. We're nearly oh, done. We're nearly done. We're, we're almost We're powering done. through. Just cross your legs. Uh, this I've is got, r- like, an extended piece that I want to talk about just in a bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, Simon Pickering. Oh my God! You need a Donald. You need an afternoon constitutional. <laughs> Needs to update the blog roll. <laughs> this is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> Wow. So Chris Are you going to come back or is that it? He's going to come back. Okay. <laughs> we might have finished by the time he comes back. Oh, we could do wow. it. Amazing. See, like, I have to do that with my three-year-old. If we're going on a long car journey, he's like, go to the toilet now. Yeah. Didn't realise we had to do it for people of the fucking podcast team. <laughs> 
Can you believe that just happened? All right, let's carry on. Let's uh, try and pick up the threads of this rapidly unraveling programme. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pickering has written in, Hi guys, firstly, just wanted to say thanks for the really enjoyable podcast. I'm writing to say that after listening to the last one and listening to Stu's gushing about gravity, I decided to go see it. I'd seen the trailers for the film, but didn't think it looked that great. I had, however, heard good things. I was also sceptical as I'm not a fan of 3D. Who is? Mm. All I can say is I'm glad I did go see this film. What a fantastic film it is. Visually stunning. The 3D engrossed me and it wasn't a distraction. It's one roller coaster of a film, but not in the way your typical blockbuster is. Just wanted to thank Stu for mentioning the film in the last couple of podcasts as this convinced me to see it. I've now booked tickets to go and see it again at the IMAX in Manchester. Mm. You're a lucky man because I really do want to go and see it in IMAX. But every time I try and book to go and see it here in London at the BFI IMAX, Mm. it's booked up. Yeah, really? Yeah, really difficult to go and see it. It's out really soon on Blu-ray. I, I didn't oh, see it in the cinema, so I... I'm not going to watch it on Blu-ray. Really? I, I, no. Have you seen it? No. Are you going to watch it on Blu-ray? Yes. You do know you're not going to see see it as it's really supposed to be seen? I'm happy with that. Okay. Will you watch it in 3D? Uh, no, because I've only got one pair of glasses. Hmm. That is a problem, isn't it? I'll lend you a pair. Have you got Samsung? Yes. Yeah, I'll lend you a pair of glasses. Hmm. No I worries. could go the rest of my life without hearing the phrase really? juice gushing ever is again. Really? Is it the 3D that good? Supposedly. The, the, the point of the film, yeah, it's an, it's an immersive experience with this film, more, more so than anything probably since Avatar. Mm, I really liked Avatar. You hated Avatar, <laughs> didn't you? That's the problem. Honestly, but, but knowing you, Alex, I think you're going to sit there in front of the telly like this. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Never. Right, right, Alfonso Cuaron, in, impress me. No, Go I'll, on. To be honest, I'll be going, right, Stuart Reid, you said this film was good. <laughs> and all the way through, I'll be tweeting you saying, what a pile. Really? I don't know. You probably won't. You never tweet me. You never tweet. You never text me. You never write. I'm not very good. (laughs) All right, next with the feedback. Yeah, this is also gushing for Stu. Um, Just into the podcast. This is from Roger Knowles. Um, He's been listening for a while now. First time he's written in. So he's someone who's been keen to get into games journalism. And a couple of weeks ago, you had a chat about, you know, how everyone got their start. Um, So about a year ago, he decided to start his own YouTube channel, start his voice. Uh, to you know, kind of voice his yes, opinions on yes, things. I know what you mean. Then he did a podcast. Then he did a, until that point. Then he did a podcast um, and some other things, and he's now got his own website as well. So he's basically been slowly building up um, a library of things that people can go to. Um, and one of whenever his friends ask him why he didn't approach a company or another website to work for them, he always responded with, "I don't have qualification or training. They won't look at me twice." But with Stu saying that he taught himself editing and voiceovers, it gave me a glimmer of hope that maybe one day I might have that chance to get my foot in the door and it put a big smile on my face. Good luck. Yes. Well done him, though. Yeah, well done. Get up and go. Taking the initiative. Yes. Going with it. Just because, yeah, don't listen to anybody that says you can't do something. Exactly. There is more feedback, but it's... Unless Tilly took it with him to I haven't use. Well, not this paper. It's uh, so Thomas it's Meadows writes in saying, "I was wondering if any of you managed to catch the Musketeers on BBC One on Sunday, and if so, what did you think? Personally, I think it was pretty promising with a good cast of heroes and a very sinister Peter Capaldi as Cardinal Richelieu, although uh, it's lacking Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart theme songs. Did they all do Musketeers? They were all in the f- Robin Hood." Wasn't that Robin Hood? It was Robin Hood. Yeah, it wasn't. Brian Adams not. did Robin Hood. I don't know. Maybe about it was then. Thieves. Oh, maybe it... No, I no, no. Thought, is he not making a joke about them being three of them and they're the three musketeers? No, I think we're just all confused. No, it says theme songs. Yeah, but no, there was, wasn't there? Because it was with Keith, Keith Sutherland and... Yeah, there was, yeah, there was that. that, that was Stuart, if this happened before 2000, I have no idea what's going on. Anyway. Uh, listen, if it happened before last week, I've no idea what's going on. <laughs> so he says, secondary to this, does anybody think that the story would be a fantastic as an Assassin's Creed game? 
Paris would be an incredible city to explore, and you already have great potential for potential, uh, a great potential Templar baddie. What do you think? So, firstly, mm. Musketeers. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Brilliant. Rubbish. Move I on. watched it. Did you? Did you? Yes. And was it rubbish? It was. It was in the same way. I kind of sat down with. Was it Robin Hood or Robin? What was the the, the BBC One adaptation? Oh, the Merry Men, the Band of Brother thing. No, I think it was just called Robin Hood. Uh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I don't want to have a TV the anymore. Merry Men and Band of Brothers. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> that would be um, the Merry Band yeah. of Merry Brothers. No. But, but that, um, Merlin, Atlantis. All that kind of guff. All that kind of rubbish. Yeah. I just didn't think it was very good. Um, I thought the, the kind of main three people who obviously play the Musketeers were instantly forgettable. And uh, I'm not sure I'll be watching the second episode. Wow. Hmm. Is this the replacement for Sherlock? Low praise indeed. Well, maybe that's part of the problem, right? You know, 9pm on a Sunday, for a very brief period of time, yeah. would belong to Sherlock. Yeah, 12 and, days. And uh, even though, you know, we all agreed that it perhaps wasn't the best episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Tilly is back in the podcast. Oh, look at that spring in his step. Yeah. You <laughs> much. Have you, Chris, could, have you lost weight? I can talk again. Oh, you've brought a poo shadow with you. Oh, God. I've lost the power of speech for a while then. <laughs> um, have you watched The Musketeer? No, I was away when it was on, oh, so right. I missed it. You weren't a fan, it sounded No, no, I didn't think it was particularly good. Uh, and I wouldn't bother. But I do think that it would make an interesting Assassin's Creed uh, place. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm all about would feudal it, Japan. I've put my money... That's where I want it to go. Feel would, Japan, would it not be a bit you. similar to Rome, though, in all that guff that they've already done? It just feels like it would be awfully similar. But, but then I'm not. That's every single Assassin's Creed game is awfully yeah. similar. Cinema? Cinema? Awfully similar. <laughs> Speak, speaking of TV, though, is anyone interested in that Fleming TV show that's coming on soon? Bob Fleming? With Dominic Cooper playing Ian Fleming. I can't stand it. It's like it. the true story behind the man who based Bond on himself a little bit anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the full title. Yes. No, it doesn't have as much interest in this room. No, well, uh, like you say, it's Dominic, I, I Dominic Cooper. That. Yeah, um, yeah he's, there's something about his eyebrows I don't like. He's a little bit, I don't know, he seems a little bit smug. Is he mm. in Mamma Mia? Is that him? Yes. 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 Yeah. Mm. He was in History Boys, wasn't he? Yes. Mm. He was all right in History Boys. And he was also in um, the stage adaptation of the Philip Pullman novels, his dark materials. Are we just going to list stuff he's been in? A friend of mine was in those, you know? <laughs> really? Yes. Very good. It was very good. I saw it. I should let her know that yeah. we appreciated that. Uh, another email, this time from Nathan Dodd, saying, My friend was able to watch the film Last Vegas in Romania last month, weeks before the film was released in the UK. Why would an English film be released earlier in a foreign-speaking country, Christine? I have a question. Why not? Brilliant. <laughs> it's up to the marketing department of the film studios when they release stuff. Where? Why would a film like that... Like, I would like to expand the theory. Yeah, go on. Okay. I think it's probably not a very good film. Yep. And it's probably not going to make very much money over here. So before they release it in an English-speaking country where the reviews go worldwide that it's not very good, put it in foreign-language countries where people can just watch it without knowing anything about the film and make a bit more money that way. They'll review it in those countries, though. Yeah, but nobody, not many people speak Romanian. In Romania, they do. They do. <laughs> and I suppose <laughs> these days, you've got Google Translate as well, haven't you? Oh, it's not that reliable. Is it not? No. I think what I might do... Yeah, but I, I think, don't think it's going to change a great to a shit. Well, do you really need to translate, like, three stars? Like, it's, That's it's true. star rating. Yeah. Five five. Once we're out of this podcast, I might go and try and look at some Romanian uh, news websites, yeah, and, and see if I can get this up. I mean, they, they are trying to bring uh, release dates in line with each other and having global release dates to try and combat piracy at the moment. That's one change mm. that's happened. Like Pixar used to be the big one. Didn't it? Like yes. That was always yeah. kind of six uh, month difference, like, wasn't yeah. it? Something. Yeah. Has that changed now? 
Yeah, they seem to have moved closer together. Because mm. yeah, I don't really, I can't, I didn't go and see Monsters University at the cinema. It was so. about the set, yeah, there was, there right. was a week or two. Is that, is that to do with, what was that ever to do with the cost of actually making the, the film prints, Chris? I think what? that, I think that was. Because I mean, I know they're like it before. 10 to 20,000 pounds per print. So if you're releasing, wow. yeah, yeah that, that can eat into a lot of your budget. You know, if you're releasing 100 prints worldwide, yeah. you know, a couple of, couple of million. Is that really how much is? That's how much a film Jeez. print was, yeah. Equally, America was by far the most important territory, yeah. the most lucrative territory, so films would release there first. But now it's not at all. Yeah. Europe, Russia, China are all overtaken. So mm. films are releasing. I mean, it's crazy that we're now getting the blockbusters before the States, but it's just the way it is at the moment. We're getting well, that's the money. same as you know, video games consoles. The fact that the, the PlayStation 4 has not been launched in Japan yet, it's just you wouldn't have no. ever said that even when PS3 came out. Um, but here we are. But even, Chris, different cuts of movies for different territories now. I mean, I know mm. China's, a, we've talked about this before, but China had a completely different cut of Iron Man 3. Yeah, that is well, Wolf of Wall Street was cut for Dubai, wasn't it, as well? Well, that wouldn't surprise me. No, they cut a lot of the yeah. kind of... That's, that's, that's more kind of... I think that's probably the more... titillating stuff. Yeah. But this is actually... This, that, that's because they have certain laws in that oh, market. Oh, Iron Man, bonus Iron Man yeah. they put yeah. in extra bits because yeah. they for filming in China. China. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And that's going to happen more and more in the future. Yeah. Mm. Quite exciting. And also, I guess, as well, because, because now they don't have to produce these film prints, it's actually all digital. You mm. know, it's, just, it's literally just a hard drive that is plugged into the projector. It's easy for them to do different cuts for different territories. Yeah. In the same way that, for a while, Pixar always used to have a special guest English voice in the English version mm. of their films, like yeah. in Toy Story 2, I think it was yeah. Andy fucking it Peters, was, it wasn't was, it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Woohoo. Best bit of the film. <laughs> so stuff like that, I guess, is going to become more prevalent mm. as we go on. Yep. Mm. Good. Well, we got all serious then for a second, didn't we? I think that's it for uh, reader feedback for this week. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com if you would like to take part in this conversation. Twitter and Facebook slash IGN UK. In it. Yep. Stuff that's coming out this week then. Uh, we'll begin with the movies. Yeah, so we've got Grudge Match, which I'm so indifferent to. The right. Stallone, De Niro yeah. boxing comedy mm. drama. It just, and I'm, you know, watching the clips and the trailers and it's, some jokes about Stallone punching me and, and it's in a locker. It's like, well, hold on, Rocky means a lot to a lot of people. And mm. just to kind of be, to have you taking the piss out of it, mm. yeah. devalues it somewhat, I yeah. think. And as our old colleague Tom, who's now at Yahoo, asked them when he interviewed them, Are you guys too old to be doing this? Yeah. And they said no, but I would say maybe they are. Not yeah. that I'm ageist, yeah. but, you know. How old are they? Both approaching 70. Oof. Yeah. yeah. It's a gimmick. It feels like a gimmick. I'm not mm. seeing it. I mean, I know a couple of people have said it's okay, but... Just surprising that De Niro would do that, but... That's I it. Guess. You can kind of expect it of Stallone, because, you know... Well, it's surprising De Niro 20 years ago would do it, but not of mm. the guy that did yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle. True. It's just, it's just an embarrassment. Why does, he do, why does he do it, Chris? Money. Money. He's got lots of kids. I've, I've been told that he just... He just really? He does it for the money. He gets paid a lot of money. He got? He's got a lot, of, as far as I know. 50? <laughs> <laughs> um... Which seems crazy to me because I'm sure he gets paid enough doing the serious stuff, yeah. but um, it's it's depressing. It's probably like one in six now is a good film from him. One in seven, yeah, yeah. and considering he he would make one film every year, every two years, and it would be a classic mm. in the '80s and the '70s. Mm. It's oh, depressed myself there. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, Jack Ryan. Talking of depressing, it's just a, well, it's more a shrug, isn't it? It's good people involved in it: Costner, Chris Pine, Kenneth Branagh. But do we need a, a, a reboot of the Jack Ryan yeah. property? As far as I can see, it's never really had a hook, Jack Ryan. And that's the problem with the series. It's never really... 
there's no way of describing it. Like Bond, you can kind of get behind as a series, and other you know other things you can get behind, like the Mission Impossible movies. But this this whole Jack Ryan thing, it's just a bit. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed all the films though. To, to to be fair, and if this one had got me more excited, I'd be seeing. It. I mean, they claim that his hook is the fact that he's um got a brain and he uses his brain where others use their kind of brawn. Mm. He, he's not so much of a out and out action hero. He's he's got more going on than that. But right. I think that he's an analyst, which is not the most exciting yeah. thing for a, a hero to have a job for them to have. But um, yeah, Croups Croup saw it. He said it's okay, it's above average, but it's nothing special. It's mm. surprisingly lacking in action, actually. He said it's much more drama going on. Mm. But right. <clears throat> yep. And That's then cool. the other film coming out this week, Inside Lewin Davis, which I have seen. Hey. It's one I've seen. Um, it's really interesting movie. It's, a, it's slow. The music's great. I don't know what I think of it still, but it kind of stays with you after the credits have rolled. Right. A haunting movie. It's one of, yeah, it's one of those Coen Brothers films that you'll be thinking about for a long time and your opinion might change over mm. time. And I think it's the kind of film that in different periods of your life you might think different things about it. Because I, I got the feeling you saw it a couple of weeks oh, back, didn't you? No, a lot of while back. And you were, you were a little bit ambivalent yeah. toward it at the yeah, time. Yeah, but then I've not been able to stop thinking about it. It's about failure in life. And can you have a kind of noble failure? And... It's, I don't know, it's very, it's interesting, maybe. Right. It's the Coens, you've got to see it. Got to see it, yeah. yeah. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's the movies, anyway. Uh, Games-wise, an absolute plethora of games coming Ollie, out. Ollie, Ollie. Oi, oi, oi. Or maybe just Ollie, Ollie. What, what is that? It's a skateboarding game. Oh, my Lord. That's good. Is it? Yeah. On what platform? Uh, Vita. Okay. Plus, that's the old Vita. Is it oh, as right. good as 720 degrees for the Game Gear? Or the links. The links. The last skateboarding game I played. <laughs> Which links did you have? Did you have the massive links yeah. or the slightly, slightly the smaller? One, the yeah, the big fat yeah, one. Yeah. God. Um, they, they used about eight batteries every 30 minutes. It may not Honestly. reach that pinnacle of gaming, but it's still very good. <laughs> okay. And I would, if you've got a Vita, I definitely would suggest checking it out. And if you've got a Lynx, uh, you could try checking it out, but I doubt the cartridge will fit. Also, California Games on Lynx was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah. That was a good game. Hacky yeah. sack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to go on eBay now and buy a link. Well, I could never get to grips with the, um, the <laughs> surfing. It was a yeah, surfing, surfing was really hard. Yeah. You just kept going down the bottom of the screen. Yeah. C- yeah. Couldn't figure that one out at all. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Let us know if you ever managed <laughs> to do uh, surfing in the, in, the, in the California games. Uh, let us know how you did it. That's pretty much it then. I've really enjoyed today. Good. Well, the I last did. Half an hour I did so. until about two thirds <laughs> of the way through and then I, I had... St- Issues and then I enjoyed the rest of it. So. I think I think we managed to cover it, Chris. I don't think anybody noticed. No, no one saw anything. <laughs> no, yeah. it's absolutely fine. So that's it. Join us next week for another IGN UK podcast. Until then, thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.